I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast, where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff. And with us is uh, the doctor. Hello, hello. And uh, producer Joe's here. Hello. And we have a special guest today. Yeah, we are live at Mother Earth Brewing Company in Vista with Joel Kanak Giovanni. Uh, partner and owner of Mother of uh, Mother Earth Brewing. Welcome, Joel. Thanks for having me. Thank or rather, thank you, thank you for hosting us. Yeah. Thank you for having us. <laughs> and we can hear, we can tell we're in a brewery because you hear all the noise in the background, yeah. right? That's great. It's <laughs> the way it should be. Uh, we are here, and it's our first rainy day in March. Here we are in November. Right. Yeah, it's our first rainy day. The power's out, so we've got a little fire going. and yeah. Yeah. and uh, It's a cozy environment here today. Joe's got, Joe's got us on battery power, right. and, but we're here. So thank you for listening. Uh, please follow us on social media, Instagram or Twitter. You can friend us on Untapped, but mostly tell your beer drinking friends about us. Uh, if you could subscribe, like, comment, all of that is appreciated. And today we get to tell you about of our favorite local breweries, just a couple miles from Joe and I's house, Mother Earth Brewing Company. Yeah. So, um, we'll start off with just some, some questions here. So, our first question really kind of is just talking about Mother Earth's um, kind of origin story. How did this get started? How did you guys come up with the Mother Earth as your, your name and, and anything else you want to share about that? Yeah, so this story starts before I met my husband. My husband is one of the owners, Cameron. Um, Dan and Dan is his stepdad, and they started uh, home brewing in their garage. Um, they kept at it. They really liked it. Dan really was interested in wine, but Cameron <laughs> kind of nudged him towards oh. the beer. Thank you, light. Cameron. Towards the light, exactly. And um, once Dan got into the craft beer, he... Nice. Couldn't stop. So they did the homebrew thing. They entered a couple of competitions, did well in the competitions, and kind of a light bulb went off and said, you know, maybe this can happen as a business. So uh, they looked around, found a building, and that's when I met my husband. And uh, so I was there on the, the first day of opening up 2055 Thibodeau Sweet G. And um, yeah, it was this blank canvas of opportunity <laughs> right next to the uh the, the batting cage That's and the right. and the uh, school of rock That's so all right. the parents would be hanging yeah. out while the kids That's are right. doing I their mean, activities. It, was, it was a fantastic place to be the band at school of rock actually played at our wedding <laughs> nice. yeah it was uh it was it was a it's a fantastic area yeah so why mother earth though why where'd that come from so originally the plan was to do all organic and so Dan and Comrade would get these organic hops, organic grains, and make all of this organic beer. Throughout the first couple years of the business, the industry actually started changing what it meant to be organic. Mm. Sometimes it included hops, sometimes it didn't. Sometimes it was it, only the grain had to be organic. Then there was an argument that yeast is never organic because it has to be grown right. in a lab. Right. So that idea just wasn't sustainable. So they went they went away toward uh, went away from the organic idea and just decided to concentrate on making really good beer. Yeah, so. we still love your mother though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hey, we go. forgot. Cheers for having us. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, yeah, cheers. Cheers. There we go. That's very good. Thank you. All right. 
And what were some of the obstacles of those early days of Mother Earth? You know, there was um, there was so much support from the community. Uh, Vista, as you guys know, is just such a fantastic area. And once the craft brew kind of spiked, came in, and, uh, it was just watching all of our customers come in was awesome. But it was a struggle just like, you know, we were so little. So just every dollar counted. And so that was the biggest struggle was just making sure that that tasting room was full every night and trying to figure out what do our customers want? What do they want to drink? How do we get them in here? Because every dollar counts. But that was the biggest struggle in the beginning. I mean, it was just fun for everybody other than that. Yeah. So speaking of which, we love your beers. So what, what types of things, what influence your beer styles that you have? Well, um... Cali Creamin is our flagship. Yeah, of course. That was a beer that was uh, Dan's idea to brew the first time. And I believe he came up with the name right when he brewed it. I believe it was called Cali Creamin right when he brewed it. And um, he brewed it one time, and he never brewed it again for about almost a year, I want to say. Really? And at that point... um, Common and I were getting married, and he asked us what beer we wanted for the wedding. And I said, you remember that one that you made, <laughs> that cool. vanilla one? And he goes, yeah. And I go, I want that one. And he goes, <laughs> I have to sit there and, and scrape all of the Madagascar <laughs> vanilla beans. Wow. And I go, well, I'm getting married. It's worth it. Yeah, that's right. so, <laughs> nice. So, so wait, so if you wouldn't have gotten married, we wouldn't be enjoying yeah, that wonderful Cali you know, cream. I don't want to take minute. credit yeah. for that. <laughs> it does sound like that's a logical So you heard it here, Joelle's taking full and complete credit. <laughs> For us, our one, our number one beer one of from our, our all of our favorite beers in this I county. Mean, yeah, it might have been forgotten if I didn't remember yeah, that. Right. We have T-shirts and keg, and we all have kegerators cool. of Cali Cream, and there you go. Yeah. And Kelly Creamin was our number one beer on the Hop Highway when we did our Drive for Five, the, the top five beers of the Hop Highway, which was our very first episode. Yeah, it was very first episode. <laughs> and it was a hands down. We did a, a team vote, and we had discussion on the other four, but it was 100%. We, we call it the gateway beer. I mean, right. for every person that heaven. doesn't like beer, yeah. we say, here, try yeah, this. try this. I agree. And I mean, it's not a grand slam every time, but most of the time. So besides besides Cali Cream, what are some of your other um, kind of best sellers or beers that people that are coming here for the first time should try? Well, uh, in relation to it, Creamsicle has blown up, but uh, so that's Cali uh, with orange added to it and a little bit of lactose. Um, but we uh, we really have a strong background to Buku. Which oh, I is love Buku. I just had one today. Yep. That one um, is by far our best-selling IPA and uh, second to Cali. And then um, we have Syntax, which is our peanut butter stout. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's so good. It's it's not thick, and you're you're not going to drink it and feel full at the end. It's a nice light stout, and the peanut butter in it is oh. just just right there. Right. You know, it's not overpowering. And for anyone so. listening who's going to come to Mother Earth, you want to try something interesting. We love the Cali Tax. Yeah. Little California little cream. Oh, yeah. you, do, you mix some. It is so. And we have that on nitro usually too. So we have we have a mixed barrel of Cali Tax on nitro oh, usually. Oh, yummy. So for the nitro lovers out there. Yeah. It's always an option. Can you tell us, Joel, a little bit about what makes Mother Earth unique as a brewery, as as far as a place to work, a place to visit? 
You know, we are a family-owned operation. It started with my husband and his stepfather and my mother-in-law. Um, she was very, very involved from the beginning. I was involved from the beginning uh, just dating the family. And then, <laughs> drinking the beer. And then drinking the beer and, uh, you know, um, volunteering in the tap room and... Soon, I was working here full-time. Uh, about a year later, my dad wanted to invest in the company, so my father and my grandfather are also owners in the company. Um, it's a family affair. Comron's cousin, Sally, is our CFO and owner. My brother worked here up until recently. He just moved. My cousin is one of the brewers. I mean, it is a family operation. Nice. It's a good and, sport family business. And for those of our employees who aren't family, we feel like they're family. We yeah. want them to be family. So, you know, that's, I think, one of the... The key things here is it's it's yeah. close. So speaking of that, you talk about family. You, you guys have another location. We do in, in Idaho. So what's the Vista Idaho connection? So um, Aaron and Dan, the um, C- CEO, you know, big guy in the game, they really really love the mountains, and they've always thought of Idaho as like their retirement community. Right. So they're not quite ready to retire. But they were ready to move out to Idaho, and so they were thinking, oh, this is a great opportunity to expand. So um, we've focused a lot on distribution, and we needed um, an area that we could produce a little bit more than what we can do here in our footprint here in, in San Diego. So we built a production facility out there so that we can make a little bit more beer for the broad distribution and, you know, have our focus here on Southern California and um, and then make a little bit more beer out there. But, you know, Dan and Aaron just love the mountain area as well. So Are there things they're brewing differently or some different styles in Idaho no, or are you it's, it's, really trying to match up yeah, what you're we'll doing do, here? We'll do certain like little tap. So some of our beers here we call like our tap house specialties. Those are just brewed here. Um, Idaho will do the same thing but not as often because um, they have a much smaller pilot system or a much bigger um, brewing system. So we have a 40... 40 barrel system out there. What's that so. venue like as far as a place to visit? Oh, uh, so the tap house itself is very similar to the original tasting room here uh, that was over at Thibodeau. So it's you know within the brewery, you can sit down at the bar and see the brew house and everything, and it's it's a really um, you know low key, nice little cozy tasting room. But at the same time, you're in this big giant building, so there's lots of room to move around. Um, but the um, the area itself is huge. It's about a forty thousand square foot area. That you know we have all of the fermenters right next to you, and you know the giant cold boxes right behind you. And it's a it's a really cool place. So where in Idaho exactly? It's in Nampa. Okay. So uh, it's about. 30 miles away from Boise, I believe. So do they appreciate Cali Cream and Idaho as much as we do here you know, in California? They are starting to. <laughs> They're seeing the light. Um, yeah, no, I think um, I think as of last year, uh, Buku was the most popular beer there, but I think as of last year, Cali is now. And is it any easier to get Primordial, the double IPA well, in Idaho than here? Primordial, we only brew once a year. I know, it's, it's hard only, to get. Yeah, it's only available in August, but... Um, um, but yeah, it's it's about the same everywhere for for the distribution for Big Mother Primordial, you know, our, our once a year anniversary or seasonal beers. 
We, I stored away a couple cans of that primordial yeah. to share with Cliff. You know, I had one the other day from, I want to say it was last year's. Maybe it was two years ago. Oh, uh, did yeah. it age okay? You know, Didn't it get we've, too caramelly? we've cracked some bottles that, you know, it's a double IPA, right. so it's not supposed to last longer than a couple months, but I've had a couple cans that made it through. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you've been around breweries for a while now, so tell me your personal <laughs> so, your personal favorites in the past or present? What are your personal Mother Earth beers? Oh, my personal mother. Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, I mean to put you on the spot. No. But we're putting you on the spot. I like it. Uh, I'm kind of all over the board. Um, one of my favorites is going to be the Kettle Sour. That uh, I'm, I love a sour, and we aren't able to do like the aged sours yet. We're working on barrel, a different barrel age program, but we're not able to do like the actual like sour sours yet. But we do a kettle sour that is really really good. We have one on right now, and then the one that we did before we had guava in it. That was my favorite. Um, let's see. I like the tropical. A I little do. bit. I do yeah. like the tropical. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm into like the citrus, the tropical. Yeah. I love. Uh, we do a. We did a pale ale called Timber Giant, and we will be brewing that again uh, coming up here soon. That one is awesome. That one's really light and crisp. And do you have any pull on getting the the original pale back into the? <laughs> yes. Do you have any poll on that? We can do that. Please. In the show. Come on. Please. So it's so funny you said that because that is one of my favorites. And, uh, and our CFO, Sally, that is also her favorite. And so, yes, we will get the production team to hit up a new Tap House special. Perfect. You will see yes. that on the board coming up in 2020 at some point. We will sign petitions, walk the streets, I knock on doors. You, we will get yeah. oh, in front of the brewery. Oh, that pin of pale, so good. <laughs> <laughs> will that work? If we stand in front of your brewery, we want to search. <laughs> we want pin up. Yeah, right. Yes. Yeah. So you kind of talked a little bit. Of, I mean, I think for all of us, one of our favorite. We've talked about Cali Cream, and we have it. And I think it's a, it's great. And for Jeff and me and our K graders, it's there every summer. Um, fantasy football draft or fantasy beer draft. That was my number one pick. Was Cali Cream? It went yeah. Uh, it, went, wow. it went early. Said, what the, the heck is that? <laughs> we almost had a brouhaha, fisticuffs over at Cali so, Cream and being picked. Uh, and I and again, I, I totally agree with you. I've never. I have yet to have someone that that I. Hey, you got to try this beer. That has it, re- it, it really happens. I mean, it's. Just, yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I guess with that being said, I, what I kind of like too is now you guys have started to take that, and it seems like you're now adding to it a little bit. And and so far, I mean, every one that I've had has been pretty fantastic. So, talk about some of the variations uh, that you got with. Calgary. You know, we we've thought about a whole lot of different things, and there's different ways to test out whether it's going to work or not. One way to do it is we have a cask here, and every Friday we have a new uh, a new cask that we put on, and you what we do. Is is we use the base beer of something in the fermenter and then we come up with different ideas of what to add to it, whether it be a new hop that came out, you know, some new adjunct, cocoa nibs, whatever. And um, just depending on what we feel like, we come up with these new ideas. Well, we started to do that with Cali and see what can we add to Cali to freshen it up and, you know, make something new. And so... We've been trying different 
fruits. We've been trying, you know, coffee beans. We've been trying all different kinds of things. We had the pumpkin. The pumpkin one was pumpkin, great. Yeah, yeah. Chocolate. Yeah, peaches you know. and cream. Those are all been really deep. Yeah, great. so, I mean, we're just kind of testing it out and see what works. The, the creamsicle thing um, it has been wildly successful so far. We'll take everybody back to that orange Julius. Yeah, the 50, yes. 50, yeah, 50 bar. bar. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it's I mean, one of those things where everybody kind of brings back some of those memories. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's just, uh, it's been really fun, first of all. I mean, that's kind of the point of this, right? We want right. to have fun right. with it. And, I mean, it's beer. Let's, <laughs> let's have fun. That's right. So, that's um, yeah, and the peaches and cream. Yeah. Oh, that's personally good. my favorite one that we've come up All with right. so far. Right. And, um, I mean, the peach puree that was used in that is just, it just tastes so fresh. And, right. yeah, it's it's been So, Kelly awesome Creamen has really probably afforded you guys the luxury to experiment expand yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely and you know we have these we have the six packs that we sell we have you know the bottles that we sell but um you know we also have a 12 pack that we came out with a couple months ago and so you know it's some people don't bring it home it'll be gone yeah six. they yeah. need 12 yeah, cans right. of belly so <laughs> Some of us with uh, 21-year-old uh, children. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes, we don't. We have to hide it. Six for them and six for you. So, Joelle, beyond being a ambassador and beer taster, what are what, what roles do you play with Mother Earth Brewing Company? Well, um, my official title is logistics coordinator, but um, I would say that's kind of the catch-all bucket of everything that uh, nobody else has time to do, which is I am more than willing to do. So, I uh, I I do a little bit of our apparel I um, you know help bring on new distributors um, you know set all that up state licensing and all of that and um, yeah I mean it's kind of a little bit all over the place yeah, yeah. but and what's next in the plans for Mother Earth gosh there's a uh, there's more fermenters coming in there's new bright tanks coming in there's um you know we're getting a handle on our barrel age program our four seasons program and uh we have lots of new fun recipes for that and collaborations uh we always do a really fun collaboration during the summer so um you know the plans for for meeting up with new breweries and new opportunities is you know on the list of the future. And you know what everyone's talking about? Hmm. Pin up pale coming yeah. back. Everyone's talking about it. I gotta write that into the Bruce schedule. Because Yeah, it was breaking news right here on this podcast that we heard it. We will make it happen. So one thing we've heard from a lot of the breweries, especially in Vista area breweries, is the community of brewers. And okay. since you've been here early on in the Vista brew scene, is that something you've also experienced? Oh, absolutely. It's uh, We have such good friends all around us. It is, it is such a cool... People, people come in and they ask, like, how how is it with all of these breweries popping up? Do you feel you know any of the pains from it? You have to think of it. Somebody told me one time, you have to think of it as Napa. So you go to Napa, except much all better. Of these beautiful wineries, <laughs> and you get to go to all of these different wineries and experience all of these different places, really, really close together. Yeah. So, you know, that's kind of what has evolved in San Diego and in Vista. I, I haven't looked at the uh, the numbers lately, but I remember a couple years ago, per capita, Vista 
had the most breweries ah, in, in the United stuff. States. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I don't know if that's still the case, but at one point that was the case. Well, I know and that within walking distance of here, there's at least four right here that you yeah, can just walk to. So yeah, I mean, yeah, we have what, Wave, Roots, Wavelength, Wavelength, and then Belgian Beaver. Beaver yeah. And here. yeah, so I mean, it's... Um, it's such a it's such a cool concept to have all of these different and a lot of the breweries do different styles some of them do more lagers some of them have sours and some of them are you know do the belgian style so it's really fun to be able to go around and try it seems that, that they're thriving and i think it's cool because people come in for that because they know hey i can go here and get exactly. this here and i can get this here and yeah so it doesn't seem to if, you, if you're putting good product out it doesn't seem to be diminishing yeah. you know anybody's yeah. and on top of it we've had a bunch of the breweries around here um you know some of the owners or employees there have started here i mean right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah we get a lot of that where you talk yeah. to somebody oh i started at mother earth and i was there and then i went right here. yeah, yeah the owners yeah. of mother pine cool. annie yeah. used to work here yeah, yeah. and 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 aaron and they would all volunteer for us at our <laughs> at our christmas parties so our employees didn't have to work that's you know cool. so yeah it's it's been really fun and, and very supportive community yeah, that's very cool yeah well, how about we taste some Mother Earth beer? That sounds good. Yeah. All right. All right. Tasters have arrived. Thank you, Joelle. Yeah, You're going to walk us through some of uh, Mother Earth's awesome beers. Yes. What so, do you want to start us with? So this one is a specialty beer that we came up with for Calabapalooza. And this is a collaboration with Docent Brewing out of San Juan Capistrano in Orange County. We've been there. Yeah. Yeah. It's an awesome place. Awesome story. We love we love them up there. So um, so this guy is a dry hopped Kolsch. Cheers. So very light. Cheers. Salute. Yeah, it has that, that kind of sweet straw smell to it. I love the aroma. Oh, that's really good. Mm -hmm. And so it has more complexity than I thought, as light as in color as yeah. it is. There's a little bit of layer there. I mean, you, you definitely have those those light malt tones to it, but um, the dry hop on it is just right. Yeah, it has some hop flavor to it. Smooth finish to yeah. it at the end, which is nice. You're not going to get it confused with an IPA. No. No. No, but it does have hop in it. I mean, yeah, it has that can, a little bitterness, a little hoppiness in it that you, I guess not bitterness, just more of the hoppiness yeah. that you wouldn't expect from a straight, true German Kolsch. But yeah. from San Diego, this is what I want. Right. My, my taste Kolsch. buds expect <laughs> some flavor. <laughs> this is excellent. Thank you. Yeah, yeah so the, the name is Major Domo. Major, and um, how to get that name? So it has, a, it's a multi-layer name. So um, our collaboration with Do with, is with Docent, so we wanted to come up with a name that kind of incorporated both, Dope. and I believe it was Docent that came up with the name. And nice. um, so yeah, Domo, Docent yeah. Mother Earth. That's it. And um, apparently Major Domo, one word, is a real word that means head of the household. Yeah, Meyer Domo. Ah. Uh -huh. so, um, so it's kind of, you know, that has a nice ring to it, too, with the beer. And then if you separate the words Major Domo, it almost sounds like Major FOMO. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's like half the fun you of You don't want to miss out on this good yeah, beer. Yeah, definitely don't. Getting, getting the name the beer seems like half the fun. I, I really think that would be fun. Drinking them yeah. and naming them. There's probably a lot, of, a lot of stress to that, too, because you're like, 
once you name it, it's, you know, it's yeah. there, you The know. naming process is not as fun as you would yeah. think no. so. How often do you, th do you come up with a great name and then find out it's already been yeah. taken oh my gosh. by well, some tiny little place on the middle of nowhere, but they own it? Is there some place you check? It, de well, it definitely <laughs> matters when you're making a beer for broad distribution. Um, if we're selling it in our tap house, we might not take as much time to figure that out, but, uh, you know, because it's going to be gone in a couple weeks. But, um, yeah, the naming process, it can be really, really fun, and it can also be really, really stressful. Yeah, so. I, can, I can see that. Yeah. Nice job with the Colts. Thank you. Yeah, it's good. Very good. Thank you. That could go, that could be all summer long right there, huh? Oh, totally. <laughs> Yeah. I think this, right. uh, we go to the next one over there. Oh, yes. Yeah, oh. Let's, let's grab this one. So this next beer is our Kettle Sour. Oh, very cool. This Kettle Sour was made, thank you, with uh, cherries and mangoes. Ooh, cherries and mangoes. So um, are you guys familiar with how a Kettle Sour is made versus a regular Explain sour? Explain to us. Tell us. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, OK, so in, after the boil, they cool down the wort and they add yogurt to it. And so in our case, we added vegan yogurt. And the bacteria in the yogurt um, essentially ferments this wort. So we leave it in there, we cool it down, and we leave it in there for 24 to 48 hours. And depending on how long you leave it in for is going to give you how sour that beer is going to end up. Versus a normal sour beer is going to be like barrel aged typically with different kinds of bacteria. So um, yeah, this guy just sits sits in that boil kettle for uh, an extra day with some yogurt in it. I can taste the cherries. I'm not tasting the mangoes as much, are you? Is it? I think you told me this is your entry-level sour, too. This is it the entry-level sour. This <laughs> is the gateway good. sour yeah, for yeah. the non-sour drinks. Yeah, yeah. And um, oh, I've introduced this beer to, I want to say, three or four of my friends that would not touch a sour. And? And they love it. They go. are hooked on it. What's so the name nice. of this one? This one is called Ma's Kettle Sour. Uh, Ma's Kettle yeah, Sour. Yeah, so we... We'll do a moss kettle, and then once this one is out, we'll brew it again and add different a different fruit to it. Nice. So it does kind of have that mellow, mellowness, smoothness, uh, probably from the yogurt. Or the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're you're definitely getting a little bit of that, you know, sour kind of sweet tart to it, but it's not to the point where your glands are going to start yeah. salivating. I like it. It's not too sour. Right. Yeah. It's not. It's not. I'm that, not like that, Joe. I'm not like Joe. I love it. I don't like to pucker after the sour. I, I love a good sour but yeah this one yeah. this is a daily drinker this is like yeah. a summer yeah, yeah. this is a winter this is a thirst quencher yeah. 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 yeah yeah exactly yeah. i mean this is poolside or fireside i, I love this one it's very good Ooh, or fireside by the pool oh there that's you go, go. Yeah. Yeah, that's quite good Combine yeah, the two. yeah yeah i really like the color on this one too it's pretty that um that cherry and mango puree really uh affected the color too yeah. which is nice and we got our lights back on. Yes. We got our lights the back on. The rain stopped. The lights are it. back on. It's all coming together you know, now. In California, it rains. All, all hell breaks loose. <laughs> yes. Lights what go do we do out, with these whatever. two hours of rain? Yeah. Well, we'll the find out in three or four down. months when it happens I again. I put yeah. pants on. That's really rough. <laughs> I do wear shoes for yeah, the first time the whole year. Socks. All right. So our last beer is Hip Shooter. This is our newest hazy IPA. Um, I'm excited about this one. This one just came out, I want to say, last week. Nice. Um, 
So this one's at 6.7%. We used Amarillo, Galaxy, Citra, and Nelson in this guy. And um, yeah, I mean, honestly, this is the first time I'm tasting this one too. Oh, so. Okay, all right. Oh, yeah, I'm cheers. Smell all the hops cheers. right up front. Yes, cheers. Loving the hazy. The doctor's driving the hazy train. It's hazy. It's good. Yeah, it has lots of citrus. Lots of yeah. uh, the aroma. Yeah, all that hops yeah. right up there. The hops, yeah. I'm a fan. Yeah. Yeah, that's your mouthful of hops and bitterness right there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right after that uh, sour. Now I just yeah, got all the taste. Yeah, like, yeah, all every the saliva yeah. going. Yeah. Yeah, that is juicy. Yeah. It's uh, what I love about our IPAs. I haven't come across. Personally speaking, I don't like an IPA where you know I feel like I tasted an aspirin at the end of it. Yeah. Like I, I don't mind some bitterness, of course. I, I love IPAs, but I don't want it to be so bitter. So bitter where it's like hurting my throat yeah. by the end of the pint. <laughs> right. And I feel like we're really good at not getting to that point, but the flavor that comes across is really, really strong and but definitely, yeah. You know that you're drinking a West Coast IPA. Um, but the dimension of flavor on it can be. Is that a, a challenge to get all the flavor up front, but with but back up that bitterness? Absolutely. I mean, it, you know, the the dry hop versus the boil versus the whirlpool. I mean, our head brewer Chris is just a genius. He's a biochemist, and he studies hard, and he knows what he's doing. So. Yeah, we're so now when Chris brews a new beer, mm -hmm. how many people sit down and comment and critique and have input on where the flavor goes? You know, uh, Dan is definitely probably the partner in crime with yeah. that. Um, and then his other brewers that he works with. So, you know, he's he's based out of Nampa right now. He's, uh -huh. out of, he's in Idaho, but he has a close connection to our Vista Brewers and with our Nampa Brewers. So... They're, they're all very involved. They, right, right. Cool. they are all aware of what is happening and what should be happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> I think you guys are doing, I'm super excited about all the new stuff that you've put out since even the last time we were here. Awesome. And then it's exciting to hear that we got some stuff to look forward to as well. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah, this, one, it work, yeah. this one reminds me of a, a beer you used to put out at the holidays, the Old Knucker. Old and, Knucker. Uh, for, for some reason, this, that's right where my brain went. Wow. The taste buds went. Was, yeah, was it's the old been a Knucker. while since we've made Old Knucker. Yeah. yeah. That was our, our beer. We'd take growlers to the Chargers game back when. Do you remember when we had a, a professional? Yeah, yeah, those were the days, huh? No, but we would, we would take uh, growlers of that to the game. That's, that's right where I went to the tailgating at, uh, at Charger games with, the, with that beer. Hey, so that's for delicious. people listening, you know, Mother Earth, you want a good slew, good, you know, all the beers are so crushable. If you're coming out to San Diego to do brew tour, brewery tours, which is what people do, yeah. you've got to come to North County, San Diego, because uh, it's not going to be on your original list, but this is where the great breweries are, and Mother Earth is the Mecca. As, as Todd said earlier, this yeah. is the Mecca, and someday, I truly think, 30, 40 years from now, Cali Creamen will be the Guinness of Southern California. Hashtag <laughs> goals. Very cool. So, <laughs> so, as my kids would say, don't say hashtag things. <laughs> it's quote cringy unquote. <laughs> uh, cheers! All right, cheers! Yes. Thanks, Thank Joel. So much for having us. All right. Thank you, guys. It's been fun. Very cool. All right. Joe.
Thank you. All right. So, well, thank you very much, Joelle. I'm going to get it right. Kanak Giovanni. Oh, yeah, that was good. <laughs> for sharing a little bit of your Mother Earth story and sharing the beers. We've appreciated the time. Yeah. Uh, we will be back. We like to have our planning meetings here, actually. Yes, so we will definitely be hey. back. Fantastic. And love your mother. Love your mother. Respect, respect your mother. Right? <laughs> Always remember to love your mother. Thanks so much. Right now, we got to run. B double E double R U N beer run. B double E double R U N beer run. All we need is a ten and a five or a car and a key and a sober driver. B double E double R U N beer run.